looming financial crisis in Medicaid-funded nursing homes in Illinois, a closer look at the state's recent population decline, and a legislative effort to dissolve some local units of government in northern Illinois. Welcome to today's edition of Capital Cast, a regular podcast of Capital News Illinois. I'm Peter Hancock. Illinois lawmakers are in the middle of a two-week break this week, but the news about state government continues. Joining us today to talk about some of the news we're covering is the Capital News Illinois team of Jerry Nowicki, Grant Morgan, and Rebecca Anzel. Jerry, let's start with you, because you had a major story this week about a funding crisis for nursing homes that serve large numbers of patients who are covered by Medicaid. Talk to us about what's going on there and how this story came about. Okay, so I talked to the Healthcare Council of Illinois, which is a nursing home advocacy group, and they had testified in the minimum wage discussions about how expensive that would be um, to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. So I got into conversations with them, and I learned that they're losing about $41 per day on average uh, for each Medicaid-funded nursing home patients, which... Uh, equals uh, about a $15,000 loss annually per Medicaid-funded patient. And we should explain probably that Medicaid, for those who aren't totally familiar with this, Medicaid is a health insurance program primarily for the poor and moderate income people, jointly funded by the state and federal government. Medicare, which comes into play here, is a purely federal insurance program for the elderly. Some people qualify for both. Medicare, however, doesn't pay for nursing home care but it does pay for some of the health care services that people in nursing homes receive. The cost of running the nursing homes, though, it, that's up to Medicaid and private insurance. And this boils down to the reimbursement rates that the state of Illinois is paying through its Medicaid program, doesn't it? Right. So uh, there's nursing support and capital costs that they're reimbursed on those components. And those costs are from, uh, I think, 2014, 2004, and 1999, respectively, and they don't go up year after year. And in fifteen, in 2015, they underwent a large funding cut, which was a temporary cut, um, and a lot of agencies underwent a cut at that time, but nursing homes really uh, have been in a major hole since then, and 20 state-licensed uh, skilled care nursing homes have closed since March 2014, and three have already closed this year. And in fact, I saw in the News Gazette today that another one uh, gave notice that they were going to close um, by within three months. Okay, so that's one of the impacts is that nursing homes end up closing and the people who need them don't have access to one nearby. Uh, but what about the kind of care they're getting? Illinois has very poor uh, staffing staff-to-patient ratios at nursing homes, and the AARP has been backing legislation. Um, Senator Jacqueline Collins, it, it passed out of the Senate, and it's in response to poor staffing, and uh, in many situations, the nursing homes, they will give antipsychotic drugs to uh, patients just to sedate them, even though they don't have a psychiatric diagnosis. So. And we should point out these antipsychotic drugs, these are powerful drugs that are meant to control behavior for people who suffer from psychotic illnesses. Right. So this legislation is definitely needed to address those problems. But then the HCCI, you know, their point is that they don't have the funding available to provide the type of services that the state expects them to. So is there any chance that the General Assembly and the governor will step up to the plate and increase the reimbursement rates and pull them out of the hole? 
the HCCI seems to be optimistic about that. And there's a, uh, I know Pritzker's budget uh, contains an MCO assessment for managed care organizations, which oversee the Medicaid care in the state. And there's about 390 million in uh, anticipated revenue from that. So if the legislature is able to pass that, then there'd be a lot more money in the system and a large federal match. Okay, and so that's a story you're going to continue to follow throughout the session. Let's turn now to Grant Morgan. Grant, last year we learned that the population of Illinois shrank by about, what, 46,000? This week, though, the Census Bureau gave us a little closer look at where the population is declining. Uh, Tell us, where is it happening? So the 45,000 number that you were talking about, uh, that's from the period July 2017 to July 2018. Um, those numbers came out last December, but Thursday, more detailed numbers were released showing county by county and metropolitan area statistics for population change. And so which uh, metropolitan areas are losing population? In terms of raw numbers, uh, the Cook County, Chicago area is the worst in the nation. Um, But in terms of percentages, the Danville Uh, area, metropolitan area, is actually the fourth worst in the nation. It lost 1.25% of its population in that time period. In a single year? Yeah, in a single year. It's just that the numbers, the raw numbers aren't as large uh, as you would see in in Chicago or Cook County. Okay, and this is important because the official 2020 census is coming up next year, and those numbers will be used for a lot of things, including assigning congressional districts to each state. Yep. Illinois is already in a position to lose at least one, possibly two. Can you tell from the numbers which congressional districts or, or which areas of the state are most in danger of losing their seat and then getting merged into a larger district? Well, I talked to a political science professor at uh, University of Illinois at Springfield. His name's Kent Redfield. And he said that uh, it's very likely that at least one congressional seat is going to be lost by Illinois, possibly two. But for that one, it's most likely going to come out uh, uh, Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be paying attention to that throughout uh, the session as the, as the 2020 census comes around. Let's turn now to Rebecca Anzel, who's been covering a strange little story about local governments in Illinois. Interestingly, one of the things that state government has to deal with is establishing and organizing local units of government. This is a case, though, where, as I understand it, there is a bill in the General Assembly to actually dissolve some local governments in northern Illinois. What's going on there? So there is a piece of legislation in the General Assembly right now proposed by Representative David McSweeney, who's a Republican. It targets one county in particular, McHenry County, and it would give voters the opportunity to dissolve. He uses the word dissolve. It really, um, or he uses the word consolidate. It would dissolve a uh, township if they want to. Uh, Although some people argue that voters already have that option. Okay. And for clarity, townships are like subunits of county governments that basically deal with unincorporated areas of the county. Where's this coming from? Did Representative McSweeney just think this would be a good idea? Or are the local people in this county, are they asking to reduce the number of local governments? If you ask Representative McSweeney, as I did, He's looking at, I mean, this is a perennial issue. This comes up literally every year. Representatives always look at 
there are like 7,000 units of government in Illinois. It's, there's a lot of them. And um, so he looks at that and he thinks to himself, how do I reduce the amount of property taxes that voters in Illinois pay? Well, let's eliminate the, le- the number of taxing bodies there are. Um, so he, he's sort of using this as a, uh, a test case. Let's try this in McHenry County, see what happens. He built in there um, a 10% property tax cut. So if voters in a particular township vote to dissolve their, town- uh, their township, they automatically get a 10% tar- property cut. If you ask the people in McHenry County, however, is this something you asked for, they will tell you no. They don't know where it came from. Um, David McSweeney does not live in McHenry County. Very, a very small portion of his district falls in McHenry County. They have tried to speak with him about this. He doesn't answer their, their requests to speak with him. So, Okay, and it's probably important to point out that these local units of government, they do things. So if you dissolve that unit of government, doesn't somebody else just have to pick up the load? So the, le- the way the legislation would work is, let's say you live in a township in McHenry County and the voters there decide, yes, we don't want this township to exist anymore. The county would assume those responsibilities. And we're talking about paving roads and providing some social services, as I understand it. Yes, taking care of the poor. Um, also, some townships assess property value, uh, which then leads into how you pay your property taxes, how much you are assessed at. Um, so they, some townships do more than others, but yeah, they do provide a lot of services in some cases. So that's going to be an interesting story to continue following. That's all the time we have today for Capital Cast. Again, I'm Peter Hancock. Capital Cast is a production of Capital News Illinois, and we'll see you again in our next episode.